0: Welcome back everyone to the Let's Talk podcast. On today's episode, we were able to speak with two Clemson graduate students, each with their own unique view on the future of technology, the impact on social media, and what innovation is doing to the culture as we know it.
1: What you perceive as this big is the same that I perceive as this big, or what makes what makes us different that way? Yeah. Um, and how do we optimize and design VR um, simulation so that humans can interact with things better?
2: Google uh, targeting ads today. Or I think about, um, you know, foreign nations Mm -hmm. being able to determine, hey, this is their current political situation, and if we do X social media campaign, then we can tilt it how we want. Mm -hmm. So that's a manipulative tactic.
0: I hope all of you enjoy. Please have a great year.
3: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Let's Talk podcast. This is Timothy Edwards
0: and this is Kaylin Williams. Williamson. Today we're joined with two graduate students from Clemson University. Thank you very much everyone for your time. Thank you.
3: got Tim over here in Roshan. All right, alright. Thanks guys for, for spending some time with us. Uh, if you could talk a little bit about what you do. we, we I love how we usually ask people if they can... You know, if we can ask some questions and you were like,
2: yeah, you want to come ask questions?
0: It was like yeah, complete
2: opposite.
3: We
0: literally yeah. said we're looking for people and you said, oh, well, you can talk to us. <laughs> so.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we, t- we tend to answer a lot of questions actually from like undergrads and lost parents coming through the department. <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, we're also
1: seated at a place that like everyone gets lost right in this corner of the building because like this department has like... Both the agricultural side and the computer science side, yeah. it's like stark opposite people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, so yeah, you get heavy Southern accents cool. on that side. And you get. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I learned my Southern
3: accents from myself. Oh man, you figured it out good. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's
1: pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, what
2: are you what are you guys studying over here? What's that process process look like? Uh, so it's 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 still research on the on the underside, right? So, you. like, you know, ask any grad student, they're gonna tell you they do research. Mm-hmm. Uh. My research is in high-performance computing. Okay. So, on uh, with with Clemson, we have the Palmetto Cluster, so uh, actually a very large supercomputer relative to like other ones in the United States. Okay. Um, but the software on these supercomputers is immensely difficult to write, yeah. and even harder to get right. Yeah. So, uh, my research revolves around having these huge supercomputers running efficiently. Okay. And not 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 even just like in you know execution time of your program, but also in power consumption. Okay. Uh, if you if you turn on a supercomputer and you don't run anything on it, it's still drawing electricity. In fact, I think it was the Sandia National Lab. Um, if you turn it on and don't run anything, it still costs a million dollars just to have that supercomputer.
0: Per how long? Per year. For wow. one year.
2: Uh, if if you want to actually run applications on it, yeah. you start. Double, triple, quadrupling just the electricity cost. So part of my research is trying to lower that, record, yeah. that power draw. Yeah. More
3: effective, more efficient, less costly. Totally, yeah. 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 Awesome, I am, Yeah. Go. That. Yeah. I'm
1: right I'm go you do, do you <laughs> want So uh, my 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 research is mainly based on like human centered like computing. Yeah. So um, how not just computing it as one core, it's more like how people interact with technology. Yeah. And uh, my specification under that is uh, virtual reality. Um, the new technology is coming up. Yeah, um, it's pretty fun. We tell them we're doing research, but we play games all the time. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, that's a
3: that's a narrow mind. So. Uh, no, but
1: um, under that branch, I do like multiple kinds of um, things in VR. Like um, we see how people perceive different things. We mismatch things. Uh, we have a driving simulator where we study. We put people in like a car where they drive. And then we study how sick they get because of motion sickness. Because you're driving, but you're not physically moving. You're yeah. physically seated in the same place. There's no inertial feedback coming to you, right? Yeah. So we compare like people who are going... Uh, in one study where we, com- we compare people who drive against passengers in okay. the same car, and we see how sick people get. And then we also do a lot of uh, perception-related research, where um, a lot of kinds of perception. So there's one study where we're doing temperature perception. Uh, there's another study where we do like size perception. Uh, we see. So how do we know that your your perce- what you perceive as this big is the same that I perceive as this big, or what wow. makes what makes us different that way? Yeah. Um, and how do we optimize and design VR um, simulation so that humans can interact with things better? Yeah. And soon enough, I'm trying to get my advisor on board to start uh, some taste perception studies with food. Wow. Uh, So (laughs) he's excited. Those won't make you throw up like your car does. Yeah, Yeah, so we can see how people taste (laughs) food. Wait, people have gotten that sick. Oh yeah, so I put Tim, so Tim took part in a study of mine. I didn't tell him what, what research we were doing, uh, had him go. He drove the car and I think five minutes in he was like, yeah, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. So My, I still paid him the 10 bucks for participating in the study. Um, the data was not useful. <laughs> yeah, so another guy recently, he actually threw up. Um, so he was from Tim's lab, ironically. So yeah. Also, like you get what is mind. it with high computing guys throwing up,
2: huh? I'm an office worker, man. <laughs> It's, it's so wild, though, because you're in this thing and because you're not like getting this, you know, inner ear inertia thing, like my whole body was sweating and like, yeah, uh, like my stomach was just so queasy. And it's so weird. Wow. Yeah. So
3: but you're making that better, that's your, that's, that's your whole goal. We're studying to
1: find out what's causing those problems and right. telling people this is what you need to do to fix it. Huh. And because like the number one problem with VR right now is, well, there's two things. One is the cost. But that that's continuously going down right now. Every company just making it cheaper and cheaper. Yeah. China's gonna China's gonna make it the cheapest possible. They call it yeah. made in China, right? Yeah. They're gonna make it cheaper, and then uh, <laughs> Taiwan's doing great. Japan's doing great. We're doing great too. Yeah. Um. So cost is going down. You need you need to buy an expensive headset. You also need to buy an expensive computer. Yeah. But those are going down. The other problem is cyber sickness, which is which is what we're trying to solve. We'll yeah. figure out what's going on there. Yeah. How do you stop that from happening? Wow. Mm-hmm. Great.
0: that was a a great overview of both Mm -hmm. of you too. That's amazing. And also, I just realized this is the biggest podcast we've ever had so Bert, Thank you. We've only ever had um, one guest, and um, sometimes our editor is with us, but we've never had two guests. And me and my my co-host Tim and our editor. So thank you very much again for your time. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. So um. Supercomputers—they obviously use a lot of electricity. They cost a million dollars per year you just turn them on, not even use them. Yeah. Can they be powered by renewable energy? And if so, like, how much would it take for a supercomputer to be powered with a renewable energy, assuming that it is not used for, like, it's turned on but it's not used for a year?
2: So yes, they can be run on renewable energy. Um, no, we are not currently doing that. Um, what the other statistic that I you know, have prepared is that um, it takes about a small hydroelectric dam to power this thing and that can also fuel like you know a midwestern-sized town. Yeah. So yes, you can use renewable, no, America does not have the infrastructure to
0: do that yet. Yeah. It's just not practical, I'm guessing? Or no, or...
2: and if you're going to put that much um, money into a system, you want it to last a long time. So it, for you know a city that makes a lot of sense because people will be living there for hopefully you know as long as they can. Yeah. Um, but the lifespan of a compute of a supercomputer is five years, ten years. Uh-huh. Like it's um, very, very short. Yeah. Relative to the infrastructure you would need for renewable.
0: Is that just because as technology advances? I mean, like a phone from two thousand eight is still usable, but it's not practical in exactly. today's age. Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah. Okay.
2: Moving faster than. Yeah, Especially no. on the HPC scale, we're about, to, we're about to go through something called the uh, exascale barrier. So you've heard of you know, megabytes, gigabytes, terabytes, Well, the next ones are peta and exa. And we're about to blast through the exascale floating point operations per second.
0: Is that through 5G or is that through something else? three much more powerful things
2: than 5G. No, Tim, you're supposed powerful, to say I can't more tell
0: powerful you. than 5G yeah. <laughs> because
1: you're like... to say I can't tell you, it, it's confidential. Well, oh, yeah. 5, oh, 5G. <laughs> <good. I'm excited. laughs>
0: Edit <edith laughs> it out. <laughs> um,
1: um. Oh, if I haven't said this, Tim is also my uh, my cultural teacher of America. So you here, he <laughs> teaches me about America more than anyone else. <laughs> That's awesome. What do you think, real quick? spin off. What do you What do you think it's great. Um, so I learned a lot about America from watching television, but there's a lot that I didn't pick up from television that's kind of different from what you did see from television. Okay. But I watched a lot of TV. Yeah? More than Tim. Tim was like, you guys watch too much TV. Yeah, seriously, dude. They,
2: they come through with like these obscure movies that I've never heard of, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> cool, man.
1: That, that's why I don't have a southern accent. I never really watched any southern movies, so. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. you got to make some recommendations really um okay i'll work I, on that. I, <laughs> I, can't. Uh, man, I
3: mean you gotta go back i think i love classics like yeah. turn classic movies mm-hmm. i just you can't kind of beat them <laughs> to the my asses. opinion i don't yeah. know why but they're pretty cool and i'm kind of building up that base but
1: yeah oh, what's also yeah. great is southern hospitality oh. and southern culture yeah. food also yeah.
0: oh yeah Soul food. i think they boiled
1: peanuts <laughs> dude i haven't had boiled peanuts in a
0: while <laughs> Man.
1: yeah well, we oh,
3: gosh, that was cool, but, um, yeah, I it's that's pretty cool, uh, wow, I'm trying to think about I, that. I mean, you said, have a lot of free
2: what questions. 5G? <laughs> what does that mean? Like, what well, so, like, five, 5G? 5G is, like, on your phone, right? Yeah. It's what connects your phone to the satellites. Yeah. Um, so, that connection has, you know, a throughput and a data speed and things like that. Yeah. Um, but on high-performance computing, these supercomputers, for one thing, it's not wireless. So, it's much faster just for that reason alone.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, On top of that, it has very strange requirements for a computer.
3: Okay.
2: Um, If I were to take one of the computers out of that cluster and just use it on my desktop, it would be awful, terrible, because it's just not built for things like, you know, Photoshop.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, What it is built for is things like weather modeling and matrix decompositions and genome folding. Yeah. Um, So, these highly parallel applications just have different requirements of the hardware. And when I'm saying things that are stronger than 5G, I'm talking about faster, wider bandwidth, yeah. more resilient,
1: um, things like that. Right. I hate to make it to you, man. You guys didn't turn on the microphone. It's on. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> not. Like, oh um, my God. <laughs> a, I I have
0: a question for well, I guess both of you, and then this is gonna be a good segue into what I really want to talk about. Um, like how has the exam like going? Like how has tech advancement just uh, not just affected the fields like both of you are respectively studying, but like just I mean, just what do you think of it in general? Just the advancement of technology. You could start from. I know we could start from you. Know, 1920s to hit now but like let's start from let's just start from 2000 because 2000 2000? 2000 there wasn't no a facebook there wasn't no a twitter instagram there was no iphone i don't think the ipod came out yet i think the ipod came out in like 2005. Wait, an no, just... I, think, <laughs> I think the ipod came out in 2005 so just let's let's start from 2000 it. and it's about through 2020 so like we can say 20 years 20 years 20 years yeah like we um, actually
1: talked about this remember we did we talked about this like three days ago yeah, Theoretically, the if there was a microphone in our office, all we could all we'd be doing is doing podcasts.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I think that the one that I've most recently been amazed with is um, Bluetooth technology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So recently we've gotten into was a Bluetooth 5.0, 5.1. Um and that and that enables things like uh, true true wireless earbuds. Yeah, like right. I don't have to have a wire running for my pocket anymore. Um, and these have good battery life, and the sound is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think my my vote would be wireless technology. Well, wow.
1: yeah. What I like is uh, uh, what I'm excited for is like a couple of things. It's like brain-computer interfacing. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever like heard of like uh, what's like also Netflix? Black Mirror. Or something? Yes, oh, wow. I haven't watched I it yet, know, but yes, exactly. yes. Yeah, so yeah. yes. that's on to watch. I'm towards, watching yeah, it. Yeah, we're headed towards a dystopian future with things like that.
0: Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Did
1: you guys know
0: striking vipers? Yes, yeah. I'm. So, I'm so happy right now because we're
1: really headed towards a world that's crazy like
0: that. Hundred percent. Hundred. percent Thousand percent, yes. It's like, scary, dude. Like, it's scary, but it's also exciting because we want it to happen. Yeah. The, the worst thing is for it not to happen, actually. Not for it to happen. <laughs> Which, what's your opinion on AI? Not ju- not just AI, but general AI. Gen- I, I still
1: think at the end of the day, I don't think the true... like As much as people predict it to be there, I feel like true AI is never going to be a thing because it's always going to be created by a human. Huh,
0: right? I see.
1: And even if the AI creates another one... It's, I I still have a feeling that it's not going to be perfect, but I'm scared of it.
0: Right, true. Yes.
1: I, One of those um, episodes on Black Mirror with that robot dogs or whatever, <laughs> undestroyable.
0: I I really just don't think we'll be able to hold a candle to it, personally. <laughs> I, I I think, I, I mean, something that can make thousands of years equivalent of human-level intelligence. There's actually a
1: lab here um, that studies teamwork. Um, in computing fields, uh, they do a lot of, like, how human-human teams compare to, like, AI-AI
0: teams and AI-human teams. They do a lot of cool stuff like that. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Cool. Oh. I mean, it, it, the scary part about AI is it compounds on itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's that's the scary part. Like, when you can create AI that can better itself without a human having to touch it. You know, that's... Uh, Somebody, but I, but I don't think it'll ever be perfect either. Yeah. Somebody I mean, famous said, I
1: forgot who it was. Maybe it was Bill Gates. Somebody famous said that AI is going to destroy us. I don't know who it was. Oh, uh,
0: Stephen, Stephen Hawking.
1: Stephen Hawking. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh,
2: wow. uh, Stephen Hawking was uh, outspoken against AI yeah. Yeah, for for security reasons, safety mm-hmm. reasons, that kind of thing. Um, so I, I do think that we can get to it. Um, I, I'm I'm of the opinion that everything that goes on inside your skull can be done inside a computer as well, with sufficient scale. Oh, yeah. right. I'm talking supercomputer scale, right? Yeah. Um, and so right now we're still working to break this exa bar- exa-scale barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's estimated that like one exaflop. Is about the processing power of a human brain. So we're very close to having yeah. in one warehouse the computing power for a human brain. In one warehouse? Yeah, I'm talking like a football field size thing. Yeah. Um, one brain. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's just the scary part about AI is uh, how do you program it to feel compassion and love? Well, not love, but like just, I mean, just human well, thoughts. Well, important. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's like humans. I mean, we're not like any other animal. We can. We can think about our thoughts. Yeah. How do you make AI do that? Because I mean, if you say if you say AI, hey, I want you to cure uh, cure uh, hunger around the world. It says, okay, well, I'm going to kill everything, and then no one will be hungry.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. gosh. I mean,
0: <laughs> if you if you say you know uh, yeah yeah. I that's well, like you trick.
2: tell it to make yeah. paper clips, maybe it'll start harvesting iron
1: out of blood, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean. Wow. You know, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we're very <laughs> far away from that happening because like, right. that might, well, not to say that that won't happen. Right. But I don't think we'll be around to see that. I mean, we don't understand emotions on a human level.
0: Sure. So For how, how do you turn So <laughs>
2: something you don't understand
1: into <laughs> software? Uh, it's open. Oh, so i open It's closed. Hey, how's it yeah, going? Cool. Oh, hi, oh, great. Oh, great. Is this your fan? Yes, that's the fan. Thank you. I'll get that in for you. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, thank you. want you. you. you your secret meeting? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> anyone, anyone with a British accent, I, and I believe anything they say. If they said that water oh, really? was green. Yeah. <laughs> would you like some tea, sir? If, if you, if the you said the sky was green, I'd be like, <laughs> you're right. That's something about it. I don't, I don't get it either. Yep. You're, I'm, oh, you're right. 100%. But no, AI it terrifies me. But I want it to happen. At the same time, it's, yeah. well, it's, well, it's like. But no, why would you want to do? Well, that's well, that's the pessimistic view. The optimistic view is like, I mean, we would literally, I mean, think about colonizing the entire solar system in like four decades. Imagine mm-hmm. doing that. I mean, imagine saying, "AI, hey, I want you to go learn everything you can and go come back and like teach us how to colonize the entire solar system." And then it says, "Okay, this is the schematics for the ships. This is the schematics for." Terraforming Venus, and you know, and the moons of Jupiter and Saturn—like we want it to happen.
1: But why do you want it to happen? Let me ask you that.
0: Well, like, I think what's
1: your rationale behind? Well, there is the, the environmentalist argument <laughs> <laughs> one thing. Okay, uh, I'll
0: take that. Uh, uh, I really, we need to talk about. It. I can't think of his name right now, but he said it uh, the best. He said that um, humans, we want intelligence, like we like we want that, and that's what AI is—it's intelligence. Like we want to be not necessarily more intelligent, but we want intelligence to happen. We want it to flourish. Like, um, think about, think about this. Why do we want, why do we want to go from scrolls to books to, you know, uh, newspapers to, I don't know, whatever, radio and all this. Like, we want yeah. information We want you know, intelligence to happen. So, not having AI actually would hurt us a lot more than having AI.
1: Do you guys, um, like, slightly earlier question, do you guys, I'm stealing the podcast from yeah, you guys. Yeah. Do yeah. you guys still take notes on your, like, on your book, notebooks or, like, do you, like, write it down, type it
0: down? I do both, <laughs> You have
1: books, sure same I I just feel like the analog gives you that sort of
3: I like to feel not just not just in control but I don't like I like personal initiative If I'm gonna write it I want to do it yeah I don't want to type up something and then it has to keep it for me I have the same viewpoint yeah and even then the ink it's like I wish I could just I don't even like the fact that if I want to tell somebody something I learned I have to do it through either audio visual something like that I wish I could just plug them into my head and be Mm -hmm. like here yeah, and uh, so yeah, yeah. I was kind
1: of sensing that. Yeah, Wasn't that too. Yeah, my I have a bag here and it's full of books. So. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. I've never read a book in my life. <laughs> what? what I have never read a book in my life. Full book. Well, yeah. actually, well, I did one last summer. Somebody got me to read it, but before that, I've never read a book.
0: No, in my life. no, no, no. Like, wait, hold on. <laughs> um, he he's read like chapters and like. But never a book from cover to cover. Nope. i I watched
2: a lot of movies. Yes.
3: I, I read newspaper articles, yes. okay, I'm digging this, because I, this is funny, my bookshelf is covered, I made a wow. bookshelf for myself. It's books and movies, because I believe they're two, they're they they're essentially the same kind of thing, but one tells you how it's supposed to be, you picture it. Yeah. The other one, you picture it, and you tell, you You have to yeah. figure it out for yourself, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um I don't know if I said that right, but you know what I mean. I get what you mean. But, yeah,
1: like, me and him are, like, huge mm-hmm. on books, so yeah. do you even have a desire to read it? I have a desire to read books. But yeah. the, my only problem with books is, what well, I've not tried recently, but my only problem while growing up was that when I open the book, I'd be like, oh my God, there's 300 pages. Mm-hmm. I have to finish this. Mm-hmm. But as a movie, it's like, you know, it's like two hours. Exactly. And it gets done like this. And I can finish the next movie. I can finish the next movie. I can, I can watch something else. I can just do a, a yeah. cycle. Right. That was you... my only rationale behind not reading it. I see.
0: Yeah, you I mean, could. It's, it, yeah, it's a good not rationale, that too. It wouldn't be great. No, no it's a good so rationale. It's stimulating yeah. more, in fact. You yeah. could listen or watch uh, three, two hour movies before you finish a three-inch page book, depending on your reading speed. I mean, yeah. you know.
2: So, Roshan, if you were able to snap your fingers and every book in the world was restricted to at most 100 pages, would that change anything for you? Probably. Yeah.
0: All right, got to go collect some Infinity Stones, guys. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to be Gamora?
3: <laughs> that was.
0: We could, I feel like. Oh, no, 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 not Marvel. No, that, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's gonna be like a part five, like thing. my, but my, my first book
1: was parts. that I will say, Slaughterhouse Five. Have you heard of it? No. no read we Kurt Vonnegut. so Vonnegut. So yeah, it was a yeah. good book. Yeah. Slaughterhouse I feel Five. Like you had to do with it. I will. No, it's, it's from like the 60s? Yeah. Did you? Did you, no, you haven't one, read two, Slaughterhouse Five? five? Mm. I've not read a single. Well, I've read one book, and I've read more than you. That reads ton I've tons of books. Yeah, yeah, so this yeah, feels yeah, great. Tons, but yeah, I am. I am yeah, Yep. Check it out. I, mean, I can
0: take I, I could talk about technology all day. Like I could just bounce off the walls of it because I just love it. I mean I w I wanna talk about like a you know, whole bunch of stuff. Right? Yeah, you're but, in the computer science department. Sure. To, like, I you know, mean uh we
2: uh, Yeah, but we only have like four computers are actually hooked up right and then, now. I'll, I'll let, let. And then a
3: projector. Just yeah. Kind of, I'll let.
1: Just, actually, yeah. Just either one of you choose. Exactly. I'll,
0: I'll let either one of you choose, because uh, I'm kind of stuck right now. Um, Steve Jobs or Elon Musk, which one would you like to talk about? <laughs> the most filthy capitalist. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> <laughs> recently, I was, yesterday when I went on a road trip to Alabama, one of my friends um, said he believed Steve Jobs was gay. Did anything come out of <laughs> that? No,
2: not that I know of. Yeah, but uh, I I do kind of wonder, like, how many of the Steve Jobs fanboys after he died just transitioned into being Elon Musk fanboys.
0: Hey, mm-hmm. see, that's the thing. I was never even a Steve Jobs fan until like way after he died. <laughs> you know, I was like, Wait, did you a watch guy? the Jobs movie? <laughs> I did. I didn't even downloaded it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't really buy movies. I have to. I have to really, really enjoy a movie to buy it. Like, I can see a movie three times in theaters and never buy it. Right. So I buy. I bought the Steve Jobs movie though, just because of the dialogue. The dialogue in mm-hmm. that movie is incredible also the social network
1: oh i love that movie it's a very good movie jesse eisenberg oh
0: and 100 yeah phenomenal zuckerberg.
1: david Fincher is the director mark oh, zuckerberg. Yeah.
0: zuckerberg yeah zuckerberg
1: that was so good like that guy should be like he's better than zuckerberg in real life
0: he really is yeah mark zuckerberg yeah.
2: <laughs> well so like just on topic of social networks then how, how do you guys feel about privacy on online
0: humans don't want privacy we never wanted privacy
1: oh i would disagree with that i
0: don't the reason why yeah. is because okay let's hear it. yeah like I, okay. i'm really trying to come up with like a good way to say it but we we don't care about privacy as much as we do other things if you if you, you other things okay let's say fame okay 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 people like who are famous now like who they who like say oh I've looked up like uh, Michael Jackson Elvis they were my idols and stuff like that and they see like what fame got them to you're literally ma- it may be an unconscious decision but it might be conscious of well you're literally making a decision saying okay I'm willing to give up my privacy for what you know Elvis had Michael Jackson had on social media we're literally just saying I'm willing to give up a little bit of my privacy now are we saying you know okay here's my bank account information give me a thousand likes no. But we are saying, I mean, when you sign up, you are saying that you are willing to give up a little bit of your privacy. Like what, And even, I'd say, I'd say it's mostly unconscious, though. Like what you post, you know that people are going to see that. You know it's going to be on the internet forever. Even if you delete it, if it gets one like, that one like could be also one screenshot. Even if someone doesn't like it, it could be a screenshot. So even, every time you post, every time you talk to someone, every comment you make, you're giving up a little bit of your privacy. Now, it's not like you start off with 100% privacy, and every time you post, you get percent away but you are giving up some of your privacy every single time you do something on social media so i believe that humans don't really care about privacy as much as we think we do i believe it's just an issue that's brought up now just because there are certain things we do care about like bank account information you know social you know numbers um like uh, political stances and things like that like we don't want that to get out obviously but when it comes to someone you know taking a screenshot of what we posted in 2014 yeah we might care about it but at the same time, you know that the internet is forever, and that if it was 2080, someone could easily go back. I don't know, maybe, if it's still around. Kind of would
2: be. Like, that's, yeah. you can't erase from the internet. Right, yeah, right. Cool. So,
0: so when I say we don't care about privacy, I don't mean that, we, you know, hey, here's all my stuff. Here's my bank account stuff. You know, no, I just believe that we care more about other things than we do our general privacy, not our, you know, person, very, very personal privacy.
2: Okay. I kind of want to hear what you-
3: were you gonna
2: Well, so uh, yeah. I just have a, a point to bounce off of that, then. Yeah. So, like, yeah, nobody cares about your uh, Facebook post from 2014 um, because that can't be used in any way to manipulate or to target. When I think about privacy, I think about things like Google uh, targeting ads to me, or I think about um, you know foreign nations mm-hmm. being able to determine, hey. This is their current political situation, and if we do X social media campaign, then we can tilt it how we want. Mm. So that's a manipulative tactic. Yeah. Um, if that tweet that you posted was like, "Oh, I I have political affiliation X," then that can be used against you. Right. And personally, it's it's hard to um, filter between like, here's my cat picture. Oh, I'm angry about this going on in the world. Yes. They all go into the same Facebook feed. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that there is a responsibility then on the part of the company or the user as to which information you
0: post? I'll write that down and I'll answer that, but I want to get, because uh, I know you had an answer to the question or yeah. and you had an answer, but I'll write, I'll write down that. So okay. the question was um, like, do you think it's our responsibility of the company?
2: To, fil- okay. to, to filter what uh, could and could not be
1: used for manipulation. What was that one famous person that said uh, a celebrity someone that, or people strive to become famous and let go of all their privacy, but once they become famous, that's when they want all their privacy. They don't want, like, paparazzi and... Um, I don't know who that was, but it makes sense. I forgot. Yeah. It, was, it was something that was very paradoxical. But you, you listened know. to NF before? NF. He's a
3: rapper. He doesn't He's He had a really good... You know he said? I said, I got a taste of the fame better to my
0: stomach. I was just like, I loved that. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, I wanted to hear what you think, because you were like,
0: yeah, privacy, I feel like
1: you know, privacy is something that once, like, once you have something, people want privacy to some degree. I'll take what you said. Like, yeah, they're willing to forego certain things because they want others to see what they're doing. Yeah. But they also want a certain level of privacy. Like, how many people do you know that just um, let anyone look their information up, like on Facebook? Like, right. Facebook has like privacy filters where you can like prevent p- people from seeing your birthday, your other things that are not your friends, right? Right. How many people use that? A lot of people. And it's growing. The Mm -hmm. number keeps increasing. It's not decreasing. And Facebook is constantly adding more privacy filters because the need for those kind of things is increasing with awareness increasing, like what Tim said. People are getting more aware of what people can do with this information, and they're making themselves or they're preemptively taking action to prevent certain things from happening. So I would say in in that sense, people are getting more aware of privacy and they're caring about it more but there's certainly a threshold that they're willing to forego to get into the network itself mm-hmm. if that makes right. any sense yeah i guess see, mm-hmm.
0: see this is a very complicated question because i mean it literally goes both ways because i see what you say i mean yeah. i mean i think it can be best summarized as no matter what you do in life you're gonna have to give up a little bit of your privacy even if it's just a form of exchange where you're giving someone money for something you're giving up a little bit of privacy say, and a form you want to make
3: money
0: yeah, exactly. Even if, yeah, if you yeah. want to make money, you're literally telling someone your name, your birthday, you know, yeah, you know, they're making sure you're, a, like, fit for the job. So uh, the question you asked was, uh, do you think it is personal or, like, is our personal responsibility or company's responsibility for, I think, at the last part? To, to,
2: to determine, like, which um, which information can and can't be used. So, like, like my example of um, I can post a picture of a cat and Google doesn't care about my cat. Um, but if I post a picture of my. That's what you think. Maybe they do. Maybe they're <laughs> big cat fans. I am. <laughs> um, if I post a picture uh, of, like, uh, you know, me at some rally, then Google seriously would care about that because then they can start sending me advertisements uh, about this thing. And it's not even just like I have a problem with being advertised to. You know, yeah. I live in the modern world, advertisements happen. Yeah. Um, so the issue is that when a company like Google has. Control over the search results I see, yeah, and they can put you know things that I agree with at the top. Right, that's a problem.
0: Right. So is
2: that like, is it up to me to not post a picture of me at a rally? Mm-hmm. Is it up to Google to act morally with the data they collect, or is it up to the government to maybe you know say, hey, Google, you have to
0: use. you know I think if it's, the
2: government just say
1: Google, then all the lights are going to turn on. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like,
0: <laughs> uh, gosh, I think it's a combination of all three. Honestly, it's a hard th- question. Like yeah. honestly, like. Uh, I'm all for some government regulation about social media and Google and things like that. And, you know, the Google CEO, he was called in front of Congress last year, so was Mark Zuckerberg, and as was, uh, I mean, uh, J.P. Morgan, he was doing some things online. And so I think government-wise, yes, some, some regulation. Company-wise, uh, it's, it's really hard because it's like the cat thing. Okay, let's say, let's say for some reason Google knew you cared about cats and started advertising about cat stuff. But let's say you care about cats and they start advertising you about uh, some Canada stuff, like maple syrup. Like human we humans are weird because like okay, if okay, if if, if, if if Google knew that you liked cats and you started seeing stuff about cats, you'd be pissed off because Google knows you you know, you like stuff about cats. But if you didn't see stuff about cats, people you'd be like, why is Google showing me maple syrup? I wanna see cats. You know? So it's that weird parallel. It's like, it's, it like, like, it's like i want to see this yeah. but i don't want to know that you're showing it to me <laughs> yeah we're spoiled because like i don't know how to answer that question honestly but yeah I, I it's
1: hard i mean there's the, like the google devices at home like the ones that listen are they constantly listening or is it just like
0: it's been proven that alexa constantly listens yeah i don't know about google but alexa does and also i don't know if, um siri does it anymore but siri used to listen constantly like yeah. consistently
1: so. Yeah. Tim's got a whole setup at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, um,
2: I, I've i seen the security implemented on the smart homes, and it is better or equal to any security that's going on on your phone. So, to me, I made the, the decision that um, having microphones in my house that I can shout at to give me, like, you know, taco recipes <laughs> is more valuable than. Not having it. Yeah. Because my phone is also spying on me in all these ways. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah,
0: which one are
3: you? Choose to be spied by? <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess.
2: At least at least give me something back for it. I don't have the option to not be spied on. Exactly. So give
0: me something. This is yeah. kind of a segue. Um, look, uh, obviously in the future, whether it's near term five years or whether it's a little bit long term, twenty-five years. Um, there's gonna be the ability to turn yourself not into not like don't think cyborg like robot arms and legs and stuff. I mean there is, but that won't be for a little bit longer. Um, but like get a chip in your brain and literally you're you you'll be able to compute much faster than any humans mm-hmm. before. Like you like there will be no need to learn a second language because you could learn a second language just by thinking it. Because
1: right now the way I communicate letters in my brain to you is via words. Right. Where there's always there could there's a possibility that there's something lost in translation because of the li- limitations of words. Yeah, I, I believe that. So I could be saying something right now, but inside my head I could be thinking of something a little bit more. But words are just limiting me from communicating exactly what's in my brain all the way to you. Yeah. So if, if we get to a state where BCI is like brain-computer interfaces are like the thing, which I. Personally, I think that would take a while because um, I I don't see that happening for the next twenty years. Right. There's a company actually. Musk, Musky Boy has a company. Um, <laughs>
0: Musky Boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's we. Had, that's our nickname for Elon Musk from our office. Um, he has a company. I Neuralink. Was, Neuralink. That's what yep. it is. Yeah. I looked up like positions to apply. At. I'm interested in that kind of stuff too. Yeah. So um, but yeah.
0: Have you seen like the surgery? It's crazy. Like it, there's no way it could be done by a human. Because, like, yeah. the the fibers are, like, a fraction of a human hair. Yeah. And, like, I mean, if a human's breathing and their brain's yeah. moving and stuff, someone could... Literally, yeah. the margin of error is ridiculously small. But like, I saw this one
1: study. Uh, I forgot which university it was. They, um, they, they did some brain interfacing, whatever. And they were able to, like, recreate... So, they asked this one guy or something. If I remember correctly, they asked this one guy to think of, like, some sort of picture or some whatever and they drew by mapping some cells and stuff, I mean some interface here, they, they drew what they connected through the interface and it was pretty accurate. So they were somehow able to like um, via an interface pick up what the guy was thinking to a good degree. So,
0: wow, yeah. that, that's crazy because I mean we, we've learned more about the brain in the last 50 years than we have in the last 20,000.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so. Not my field. I think it's wild. Like, there's no USB port to plug in. There's no, like, one spot where you put something in. It has to go in different parts of your brain. Because oh, different
1: parts do different things. Yeah.
0: Right? I wonder yeah. if um you could cure certain things, like, I mean, obviously Alzheimer's and stuff, but even, like, hearing. No, like, I don't have Alzheimer's. No, <laughs> don't have Alzheimer's. <laughs> no I don't have Alzheimer's. <laughs> even, like, uh, someone. So, yeah,
2: if it was, like, a neuro a neuro problem, of like, your brain isn't translating the vibrations right. hmm
0: um, I wonder if you could even cure that with just what was that if was it do. like if, if it if the, if you thought about it it got a program or programmed it back into the brain and it sent something I don't, I don't even know how it works I'm terrible also, at biology like
2: the, I think I mean, deaf, deafness is certainly um, a big problem but it's not usually caused by your brain it's usually caused by your ear um, what you're talking about would be more to help autistic people or right. neurotypical right. people yeah
1: I read that certain like psychedelic drugs can like make you get rid of like OCD all I mean, yeah.
0: Uh, Steve Jobs said that LSD uh, helped him, you know, become enlightened, quote unquote, yeah. whatever yeah. the yeah. definition of enlightenment they, is. They use
1: psilocybin in like treating OCD and other things, uh, which is like mushrooms from mushrooms, right? Um, and our brain has been shown to produce DMT. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Joe, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, that Joe Rogan also talks about. I Joe, also Ro- Rogan. Joe, Joe Rogan loves. Tim personally hates Rogan. I, can't I stand Joe Rogan. I, really? I Rogan. I love Rogan.
0: Joe Rogan's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Joe Rogan is amazing. He, he talks about monkeys a lot. Yeah. He's, He's like the
2: ultimate, like, Stone High Schooler. I
3: know. <laughs> which is exactly what I hear. Bernard, no, is there yeah, a plug over crazy. there? I got to plug in here. Oh, man. I think you right
0: there. Yeah, Can you put any? Yeah, I got All right. Um, so. Tim, any questions? I've been asking a lot of questions. So I, I love technology. I've been kind of it. Like I don't
3: know. Um, yeah, because you were talking about books and stuff. Privacy, I don't know. I When I don't specifically know an answer right away, and I don't know every answer, um, I think kind of like what you said with the, um, with the privacy, I think it's kind of on the place of both. Like, I don't post I don't anything at all. And I have stuff, but it's like, I use it the way I think it was meant to be used of your own free will.
1: And um, so yeah, I think it's a pretty hard one. Free will—that's huh? a huge concept for Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Tim doesn't believe in free will. Yeah, I know. I
0: know that's <laughs> we could talk about that, or we could just you bring know, you guys back we, sometime. We finished. I yeah. mean, let me
1: finish. What i was saying is, I
3: think you have at least for now the free—you have the choice to do what you will. And I—I don't. I don't think it's right when somebody else has complete brain to do whatever you want. With—I mean—I can even think the oldest things would be like. I mean you were talking manuscript, scrolls like that. That's like something somebody does, they did research or whatever, they're talking about lives. they're talking about what they did. And then somebody can come up here and like mess it up. I don't think that's okay. that's right. You're always gonna have people who want to do that, especially if they don't like it. But um yeah, it's just kinda like there's a there's a balance right there where you have to respect what somebody else does and how they use something that you operated, but you also have a responsibility back to them. And that's a consumer and produce your kind
2: of deal. But yeah, there's a there's a balance right there, I think. Well, so personally, um, like I deleted my Facebook like 3 years ago or something. Gotcha. Yeah. Um but I still have an Instagram mm-hmm. because uh, my Instagram the Instagram model um, is closer to what I wanted, because I only post pictures of my cat okay? Yeah. <laughs> um it's great. It's yeah. 100% cat. I love it's, it. It's what I'm uh, saying <laughs> um, well,
3: is what you want. I, I well, so
2: like that. the 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 platform was closer to my want, yeah. so I used that. And Facebook gave me no benefits, so I just deleted it. I, didn't, I wasn't using it. Yeah. Um, so that, that was like my personal choice of um, social networking. So
0: um, instead of free will, because we could talk about that for a very long time, I've come up with a very good definition of that, and I would love to have both of you back on. I'm not wrapping this up. I'm saying like I want to have both of you back on yeah. to talk about literally just free will because I could because I I come <laughs> well, up with my very own definition that it. it's really good. I think I told you once maybe, but I want to talk about um, happiness and social media because yeah. that's like that's changed a lot. I mean, it's like every life is a party on social media. It's it's not like that in reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I just want to get your opinions on that. I mean, just what it is.
2: So, like, a definition of happiness?
0: How uh, okay, it's changed? Not really, because happiness is just reality minus expectations. Um, right. So, so it's like, like... I
2: mean, social media has an impact on, on net happiness, I guess. Um, I guess. It, it's, it gives you this, this curated window into other people's lives. Yeah. Um, and makes an eternal keeping up with the Joneses problem,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, which is unreasonable for anybody to live under. This is the first time in history that we've been able to make that a problem because with manuscripts, you know, you got one a year if you were rich. Yeah. Um, but I can go on Snapchat and see my buddy in, you know, Europe or Asia or whatever, and, you know, he's having a time of his life. Never mind the fact that's his one week of vacation he gets that year. Right. It's just what I see. And because I have 10 friends, maybe I see that every 10 weeks. Like, mm. um, so on the whole, I would say social media does not make the world happier,
1: but it does make it more informed. Right. I would agree with that. Um, I deleted my Facebook recently. I had like thousands of friends. Because I'm from India, there's like a thousand people there. Right. <laughs> it's impossible to commit murder it's and like, get away it's with it. Like, it's it's, like, a bili- it's <laughs> like a billion
0: and a half people.
1: <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I just got rid of it recently and it's been great. Um, um. Yeah.
0: I think uh, that's that's all it comes down to. People, um, well, a yeah. lot. This kind of this kind of gets into the privacy thing. I mean, not the Google thing, because Google everyone uses Google, but like Facebook and stuff is um, people. It's like they complain about it, but one, it's free; you're not paying for it, and two, you can delete it. It takes two seconds.
1: Actually, Tim uses DuckDuckGo, right? Yeah, I do. What? Um, so yeah, <laughs> so like
2: uh, a web search engine, right? Like that is how Google started out. Yeah, um, there are alternatives. Yeah. And one of them that is privacy-focused is DuckDuckGo, um, which, you know, it, ha- it has some usability features that I like, too, but, yeah. you know, their big draw is the privacy. They um, actively um, get third parties to, like, come and validate that they're not storing information on their servers, that, that kind of thing. Yeah, I thought about that, too. I'm like,
3: everybody's got this Google
2: thing spinning over here, and I'm like, why does everybody have... Uh,
0: yeah. Well,
1: there's also <laughs> Tor.
2: There's also Tor. And, well, yeah. There's yeah. the Tor network and Proton mm-hmm. VPN and, mm-hmm. and you know, Bitcoin and there's all these privacy-focused softwares yeah. that just aren't in use because people like Google have such a stranglehold on. Yeah. Um,
3: monopoly. It's a yeah. digital
2: Um
3: Well, <laughs>
0: you can read that in the zero to one book by Peter Thiel, How to Create a Monopoly Without Looking Like a Monopoly. He mm-hmm. talks about Google. Google owns, I think, eighty-five percent of the search engine market, but it yeah. owns like two percent of some other markets. So it's like I'm not a monopoly. I got my hands <laughs> on some other stuff.
2: Yeah. Well, and like you mentioned that my all these
1: services owned I don't know yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, you mentioned that all these services you can see all our data. No, I'm just kidding. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not paying for it. But that's also like in the tradition of what the internet is, right? Yeah. Because the internet um, is new enough; it was made by you know these guys from California in the '70s. So they had a decentralized network and it was very democratic and you know almost anarchistic in some ways.
0: Well, yeah. Um, they were on LSD and it was during the hippies. And they wanted right. to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really worked. Like that's the
2: tradition of the internet is to have that model. Yeah. So this whole idea of having, you know, Amazon, Facebook, Google, Apple as your four big companies, that's actually pretty new in terms of yeah. the internet.
0: And, you know, depending on what device you have, if you go on a Google search and just type in A, the first thing that pops up is Apple.com and it actually yeah. fills it in for you. Yeah. Like that's yeah. <laughs> that's like crazy. Um, yeah, I've heard a lot of comparisons, it's, it's pretty much the new
3: wild wild west. You just can't yeah. go. Yeah. You have to
0: yeah. One one thing I'd really like to talk about to you is the simulation theory, but I think that would take a long oh, that would take a long right. time. Because the simulation theory is great. It's amazing. It's but
1: well, actually, Tim, Roy, and I have talked about that in great
2: depth. oh well, yeah, because um, they do the research on that kind of thing, and, I, and you know, yeah. I'm an armchair philosopher.
1: So. Yeah, mm, right. um, it's possible. I'm not saying it's not. I, I, like, there's no way for me to prove it's not possible. But exactly. Do like, I believe it's possible? I mean, do I believe it's, we're actually in a simulation? Probably not.
0: See, that's the thing. Is it possible? Yes. Is it probable?
1: To prove that we're no. not in a
0: simulation? No, to prove that we are. Is, we it, are is, it, is it probable? Probably not. Uh, yeah. At the same I, time. I, no. I
1: would yeah, probably. I would say uh, there's no way I can prove that we're not in a simulation. But in all likeliness, I think we're not in a simulation.
0: And also the thing I is even we if we, we it's, it's
1: yeah, a yeah. Our whole concept of <laughs> everything is because we made yeah.
0: And this is the yep. thing, even if we were, there's Share nothing the I can jam. do about it. So same. why would I worry about it? Yep. I mean no, that's a, now that's a dangerous mindset to have, but I mean like simulation wise. Like there's if I am, there's nothing I can do about it. I feel like we've
3: been, like, on the verge of the Matrix this whole time.
1: Like, (laughs) kind
3: of right there, you know what I mean? Where it's like, it's like it's there, but we're not going to say it's there. But, yeah.
0: Where's Morpheus? Yeah, I know, right? Red pill, blue pill.
2: Great movie. Questionable philosophy.
1: I know, (laughs) I know. It's a great movie. Fight Club.
0: Yeah. Fight Club.
3: uh, Oh, yeah, you said David
0: was that was. You've seen her? Which one? Fight
3: Club. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Edward Norton. Edward norton and mm-hmm. but uh right. Brad, but yeah, yeah. it's so good yeah well, um yeah
3: i mean that's kind of one of those lines yeah. and i love it too because even now we just kind of said it is morpheus says he's like well if your whole version of reality is how you sense it he's like and who's to say like we're sensing right and everything like that yeah. so i think it really deep there and you can just kind of sit there and think it's like well i can't think because my thinking must be thought by someone what else that's thought and who made them and you know, somebody's thinking this, and someone's thinking this in an alternate reality, mm-hmm. and you know, that alternate reality is essentially one big reality, just a different way of looking at it. And it's really funky
0: like that. Yeah. So, I like to kind of keep it simple, and if something else comes up, I won't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. So. I mean, I, we're approaching, uh, yeah, we just surpassed 45 minutes. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't oh, even, really? yeah, it doesn't even feel like it. Um, I, I could literally go. Like over and over and over, just so much technology.
1: Well, How long have your podcast been? We, um, we've done, we did one, just, In- just, just over.
0: Mm-hmm. What?
3: Good. We did one that was almost <Lakeuntuffle> an hour and a half, but then the other ones have been like, twenty. Minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a couple that were like ten.
0: Minutes. This is literally what, what are like ten? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 okay. no, 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 sixteen. Yeah. Something well, like well, we, that. we gotta give plenty
2: of you know material to the editor. Yeah doing this for you bud right. <laughs> like, like
0: we do like creating these long ones but we also want to create like mini short ones that yeah. someone can listen to on a drive to work or something yeah. or a drive to you know if service. you're driving
1: and if you're drunk don't be drunk yeah <laughs> <laughs> pull
0: over right now call your sister even if she's seven years old yeah. and tell her to call your mom even though she's in Alaska yeah. and pick her up okay it's okay to sleep
1: no I'm just it's not okay. have
0: you seen that person sleeping in uh, the Tesla the uh yeah yeah, that, that yeah I did see that yeah, yeah. Okay. it was all over Twitter Mm-hmm. When it happened, that was wild, yeah. You yeah. said you,
3: yeah. You said you like to listen to podcasts. You're kind of, kind of. Why do you like? What, what's, what's your, what's your thing there? Why do you like?
2: To, oh, I love. Oh, uh, I mean, I, I spent a lot of time in the car. Yeah. Um, I go to visit my family. It was about five hours away. Yeah. Um, but you
3: could listen to like so many good albums and all kinds of stuff. No. Oh, he's huge in music too.
2: Yeah. Why do you choose? Oh, now he's, he's being sarcastic. you in music. Yeah, I, I, I've had, I have a long history of music too. Good. Yeah. Um, but the podcast I started, um, maybe you know, five years ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, there, there is a, uh, a sense of, like, they're telling me something I don't know already. So you like, like to learn. Yeah, a lot of them that I listen to are, are factual. And some of them are you know, comedic. Um, yeah. My brother, my brother, and me. Yeah. Like, they're, they're a bunch of silly, goofy boys. Um, then Story I, like, of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, like, documentaries on there, too. So yeah. um, it, It's just, I think there's a, a very, it's a whole new art
1: that I sort of found.
0: What, a, what about audio books uh
1: haven't quite gone on audiobooks yet Audiobooks? never tried but my friends been recommending them I always they, listen to podcasts never tried an
0: audiobook. honestly yeah. I love good physical idea. books so but when, when you really just good. don't have the time or you just want to listen to something yeah and you love podcasts mm-hmm. audiobooks are the way to go because I mean it really does I mean I, I still love physical books mm-hmm. but it really does help really true yeah um, yeah, yeah I some can, of the
1: good Jorogan podcasts like I really dig them yeah yeah, yeah. That's your thing, man. Go for it. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, some of them, they're like, they're they're good. They're yeah. funny. But other ones, I'm just like, why am I watching that? Yeah. I got <laughs> it's, always <a> <laughs> miss with, it's always a hit or miss. It's always a hit or miss. Exactly. You. Yeah. He he talks about DMT a lot. Yeah. Like I don't even know what that is. I think it's like in a class. Dimethyltryptamine. trip. Something. To me. Dime and, trip to me. I mean, like I mean, like how do you take it?
1: I can tell you a lot about it, I a lot of research, <laughs> I even pitched that, like I really pitched that in one of my seminar presentations, I said we should use VR to see if we could you know. experiment
0: with DMT
1: in an academic setting right now. Okay, I know we can, but I pitched I said in the future, when I actually become a doctor, and I get that doctorate, that's what I'd really like to be studying, and then I was like, I know what Dr. Hodges is thinking, he's thinking, good luck getting approval of testing subjects on that one. can <laughs> We gotta go uh, yeah. to Spain's yes. Right, so uh, thank you me. very much. Yep, so much. Pleasure um, so um, so so um,
0: We'd love to have you back on, you know, whenever you have the time. We know your graduate students, yeah. you know your PhD students, like yep. you're very busy, but whenever you can, whether it's like, you know, uh, I don't know, three months or three years, mm-hmm. just stop by. Thank cool. you. Yeah, you
2: know where to find us. Yeah. Yes sir, you're thank you very much. corner, right? Yeah,
0: All right, <laughs> I'm your co-host, Kayla Williams. I'm your other
3: co-host, Timothy Edwards.
0: Goodbye.